Hi, this is Tim Kelly, artist, photographer, filmmaker, and proprietor of Kelly's Filling Station and Wine Shop in Yountville, home of Napa Valley's greatest hot dog. I've got Judd busy fermenting the kraut for the dogs, so I'm introducing today's show. Hey, Tim, is it, is it supposed to smell like this? Oh, yeah, always, yeah. You got it. Okay, thanks. Just wanted to make sure. All right, get back to work, Judd. Yep. This episode features Nancy and David Garden, mom and son of St. Helena's Garden family, an amazing group of folks who created and continue to nurture a vibrant artistic community here in Napa Valley. Bravo. It's a vibrant episode, to be sure. Before we get to it, I'd like to invite you to visit Judd at his family's winery, Judd's Hill, on the south end of Silverado Trail. You'll have a great experience, there's no doubt. Visiting information can be found at judshill.com. While online, have a look at their events, quirky videos, and wine selection. Put some wine in your cart, and as a special bonus for listening, type in coupon code JNVS in lowercase letters and get 15% off your entire wine order. For a better deal than that, join the Judd's Hill Wine Club. It's free to sign up, and good times and fine wines will be on your way. And now... Enjoy the show. Thanks, Tim. I'm going to relish this experience. <laughs> Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person. On Judd's Napa Valley Show, on Judd's Napa Valley Show, Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein! Good morning, Lauren Mole! Top of the day, Judd! Top of the day. What's happening, my friend? Well, it's the big day tomorrow night. The big day tomorrow night. What is it? Well, that's because me and some of my other friends from Everybody's a Star will be singing the Star Spangled Banner at the Warriors that game. That is so exciting. It have is. you been warming up? We have. Can, can I hear some scales? Fabulous. You're going to be wonderful. <laughs> I am. So is this is at the, the arena in Oakland. Oracle Arena. Yes. And before the game, you are actually, you're singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yes. But what? not by myself. Are you listening, Ira? <laughs> okay. So give this a good chance to tell folks again about the organization. Well, Everybody is a Star helps provide us great opportunities for special needs individuals like myself uh, be involved in the music business, and, and we get to make our own uh, videos. And I've seen your video. It's on the website, which is everybodystar.org. Uh, your video, other great videos from some of the, I was about to say kids, but you're not, I mean, you're not yeah, a kid. Well, young yeah. people. Young okay, adults. I guess you could say that. Summer teens, I guess, and young folks. And I certainly recommend folks go watch your video, see what Everybody's a Star is all about, get involved. You can even donate a little something, see what events are coming up, including tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. At the Oakland Arena, the Oracle Arena in Oakland. Yes, and it's going to be great. But, but the reason, it, here's what I just figured out, Jen. What's that? Number one, the game is at 730. Number two, the game happens to be... On a Wednesday night. Yes. Oh, that interferes with your other gig. That's right. So who's going to announce for the Artie Party show tomorrow night? It's a surprise. They're not going to be able to do it. They're just going to run a repeat. Oh, no. No? No. Okay. Tune in to find out. Yes, tune in if tomorrow you're not to at the find game, out. Tune in. We'll give that information to you. Where can you usually be seen? Because this is your TV appearance. Uh, yes. 
Go yes. ahead. Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock and Saturday nights at 10 o'clock on Channel 28. There you go, here on Nappy Cable. Right on. And folks, if you hear some clicking going on in the background, I have to let you know that there's a photographer here. It's, it's, the, it's the renowned photographer, Kiki Arnal. Muy famoso de Venezuela, de Nueva York, from Oakland. He's here today. <laughs> He's uh, working on a project called Small Business Revolution. Kiki, you want to come here for just for a second? Get on, get on the mic. Give us a little bit about what Small Business Revolution is all about. Hey everybody, Small Business Revolution is an organization supporting the small businesses in America. And at the moment we are about a dozen photographers working all over the country documenting small businesses. So this is a very important step just to consolidate something that was kind of lost in the last uh, decade. Uh, it's a great project. That's wonderful. Thank you. I am honored. You, this project is focusing on 100 small businesses in America and off their website, this is how they described it. 100 stories of small businesses in America brought to life by award-winning independent photographers. And that, that would be you. And I've seen some of your award-winning photography. It can be seen at kikearnal.com, K-I-K-E-A-R-N-A-L.com. Thanks. And uh, the reason I'm here is because I'm, we're going to be shooting at, at Jude's uh, um, winery. And we're going to spend the whole day photographing his place and, and the work he, he and his family do. Well, I'm honored. Thank you for coming out because you have, you've tackled some pretty big issues. Your project in the shadow of power, poverty in Washington, D.C. I looked at beautiful yet powerful yet somewhat disturbing at times uh, photographs of the poverty that exists within Washington, D.C. And, and the juxtaposition next to the seat of power of our country is incredible. You have done a, a film for Discovery about malaria. So let me get this straight. You, 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 all these disasters, poverty, malaria, and now Judd Finkelstein. That, those are your assignments. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is going to be the, the, the most disastrous one, but uh, maybe we can handle it. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for being here. So, folks, if you hear some clicking going on, it's just Kike taking pictures. Lauren. Yes, Judd. We have some guests who have been very patiently sitting through all of this. As a matter of fact, they have. Would, would you like to introduce <laughs> them? <laughs> uh, okay, Judd. Oh, by the way, before you get to it, oh, I, yes. I, I, I just want to let Kike know, like, catch me from my good side. I've really been putting a lot of thought into this. You know, I got up early today to brush my hair. I, I've... I, what else did I do? I brushed my hair. Well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I brushed my... Get the nose hair. Yeah, yeah, trimmed, got shaved, <laughs> bikini wax, all this. So I am at my top, which is really sad for those of you that can see me right now. I'm sorry. Okay. Now I'm really sorry to our guests who have been sitting through this. Would you like to go ahead and uh, introduce them? Okay, Judd. At this point. Thank you. Oh, you know what? Uh, I, yes. I'm going to interrupt you once again. How about this? Okay. You know, a while back, a wine snob robot was in here, and That's we right. reprogrammed him to be improvisational comedian robot, uh -huh. and I thought that went pretty well, and we've never really tried this amongst ourselves, so would you mind? Somebody tweeted to me earlier and asked if Lauren at some point would do an introduction in the style of the great actor Edward G. Robinson doing his famous gangster bit. You want to try that today? Uh, okay, make this like a little episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway? You got it. Let's do Edward G. Robinson from Key Largo. This is uh, our introduction from the day for, for today. Lauren Mole, you're on. Okay. Uh, this mother and son, like many, you can call me a fan, see? <laughs> Not one of their productions has ever gotten a critical pant, see? <laughs> on their white bond stage, performers act, sing, and dance, see? And they care about their fellow citizens down to every kid, woman, and man. See? 
We're honored to have them here as part of the plan, see? So let's welcome our guests, the guns, David and Nancy. <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> well done. Uh, if you didn't catch that, it's the, oh, he's taking bows. It's it's uh, it's the gardens, David and Nancy. David and Nancy Garden. And Lauren. Mother and son. Uh, you guys, what's that, Nancy? And Lauren Bacall. And Lauren Lauren Mole doing a scene from a movie that Lauren Bacall. Largo. Yes, absolutely. What a great film. John Huston, right? Yeah. Of course. The, ten- the tension in that movie is just incredible. <laughs> Love it. But we're here to talk about you guys. We could talk about art films all day and maybe we'll get into that because that is your background David so David and Nancy Garden two real icons of the arts community here in Napa Valley let's talk about what you brought me as a gift (laughs) after all that I see (laughs) well this I just want to get this out of the way because this has caught my eye oftentimes I guess it brings something for me which is really cool and Nancy what what have you put here this why because my husband David mm-hmm. always keeps probably four or five boxes of toothpicks yeah. and his daughter gave this to him so that it would be more attractive on the dining room table this is a beautiful looks like it belongs in a 1950s style uh, diner a toothpick dispenser it's metal it's got the little knob you turn and you you brought this is this something you want to give away to a oh sure listener really what will because we still have a lot of toothpick boxes. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. Okay, so you've got more than So movies. I will share. That's very sweet. Okay, so that's that's Judd's goodies you can get your hands on. And uh, David Garden Jr. here, the son of David Garden that was just mentioned, you brought something too. What's this? I brought you a 45 record of Johnny Cash singing A Boy Named Sue. No oh. kidding. The great... I- the song great Johnny by Cash. Shel Silverstein, I think, penned that one. Shel you know? Silverstein? Yeah, I wrote A Boy Named Sue. Uh, that would make there's sense. There's S. Silverstein. It goes along with oh, all really? those, you know, where the sidewalk ends, yeah, yeah, all those yeah, crazy yeah. poetry and stories, kind of dark to it. Great. I love Johnny Cash, but I'm going to I'm gonna give folks a chance. This is an authentic 45, maybe a first issue. Who knows? And this toothpick dispenser, a toothpick dispenser looks like it should belong in a 50s diner. If you'd like to get your hands on Judd's goodies, listeners, all you have to do is be the first one to tweet. Got to have Twitter. Be at your computer, your smartphone. Don't be driving. With the hashtag JNVS, stands for Judd's Napa Valley Show, JNVS. First one to tweet can come by Judd's Hill Winery later today or the next couple days, and I'll have these here for you. If not, I'm keeping them. Thank you very much. They are my goodies. Thank you, guests. Okay, enough of that. And it can be yours if the price is right. Thank you, Lauren Mole. Now, David... Garden Junior. Do I have to say that every yes. time? Junior? No, you don't. You can just okay. call me. Just David. It's, it's established that <laughs> you are established. the son. <clears throat> okay, and Nancy, this wonderful mother. You guys, again, I said you really are like the arts community of Napa Valley. You're you're part of it. You've helped establish this. You've been here some time, but you haven't been always in Napa Valley. You come from Ohio, right? Columbus, Bexley, somewhere out there. Right. Right. I was born in Pennsylvania, and we lived a good portion of our life in Ohio mm-hmm. and moved from Ohio to California, and I was not thrilled to be moving. No. Leaving all my friends and coming to the garden spot of the universe, California. I didn't have much to do. Uh, most of the children were raised, more or less, and so I decided I would refurbish our white barn 
which is really a carriage house, yeah. 1873 carriage house. And David did, my husband, and did it splendidly. And we started having a few concerts a year, and no problem with the county at that point until <laughs> 1985, Uh-oh. when I did a series of concerts and got a, a letter saying that if I continued in an agriculture watershed, I would be fined $1,000 for each performance. So I got my friends together and they went to the uh, supervisor's meeting. And I was lucky enough to have a friend, Jay Getting. I don't he was way before your time. But uh, he was a musician. A, he was also he was on a the, musician, uh, a very fine one. And I remembered one of the supervisors said, well, what if everybody with a barn wanted to make it into a performing space? And Jay Getting said, that would be heaven. So <laughs> yeah, from that point what's on. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, at, from that point on, I still have to get permits, but we have been operating for our 30th year this, this is the year. 30th year of yes. the white barn now i'm going to step back just a bit because the white barn didn't come as a performing space didn't come about right off the bat that was 1985 but you folks moved to napa and established yourselves actually in st helena in long before 70s. that right what, what what brought you what was the inspiration well, to come well, to napa valley uh, the problem was dave's mother Uh, His father had died, and his Mm. mother was an invalid. So we came Mm. out to take care of her and the ranch. Oh, they they were here already. They were they. Oh yes, they they built the they acquired the property in 1941. Gotcha. Okay, you know I didn't know that about you. I know I think of Saint Helena and I think of the Garden family, but I actually didn't realize it went back a generation even previous. Oh yeah. Nice to learn something from people you've known a long time. (laughs) That's great. Okay, so you came out to be with her. Right. Work the ranch. Pardon? Work the ranch. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Ranch. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Dave had cows, and now we have grapes, and hopefully it will continue on after we're gone. Because it's a beautiful so. piece of property. And the barn is a lovely, intimate space that the uh, community has sponsored and been supportive. Oh, without a doubt. Which I mean, is lovely. Yeah, it, the white barn is synonymous with high culture in St. Helena, <laughs> for sure. So what, I mean, you said you started having performances there, but what gave you that idea? Like, this is the spot. I need to be doing this. Where, where did that come well, from? Well, there was very little going on in the 1970s and even into the 80s. We had the Napa Valley Symphony, which was not a professional symphony at that point in time. Mm. It was a, more of a volunteer. And we had the uh, Dreamweavers, and that was about it. So I decided to keep me out of the bars. I'd better do something <laughs> else. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, Ray's place, the 86er. So Go anyway. Rays. You got kicked out of Ray's. <laughs> wow. Thank you, David. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go look through all the old St. Helena Star police records and yeah. look for Do Nancy that. Garden Do circa that. 1970. What are we 2, 3, what are we 73, looking? 73, yeah. 73, okay. Well, she was a mess. Uh-oh. <laughs> So the white barn was like a project to keep your mom on the right, straight yeah, and right. narrow. Right, right. Keep her on the yeah. straight and narrow. <laughs> okay. And, and we did get a lot. Basically, you know, I started the barn because we have a lot of local talent that is very good. Mm-hmm. And like yourself. No, no, right, no, no, no. right. Our, He's remember the, the film festival, and you've played at the barn a couple of times. I, well, sure. You asked about my ukulele playing earlier. Yes, uh, right. as a member of the Maikai Gents, and then going back further, talking about your support of you know the locals with the St. Helena Jazz Choir. You know, yes, the high exactly. schoolers. I even sang For about there way back when. Fifteen, twenty years. They've still they're still performing. They're still now, performing, which wow. is great. Thank I'm you. happy about that. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and take that in. 
And just <laughs> think about fond memories without saying anything, because really, you just brought back a flood of really wonderful memories of sitting in that room, seeing friends perform, and getting the chance to actually be one of those people performing. I, I think performers truly enjoy being there, because it's that intimacy, the connection That's the with key. the audience. That is the key to and, the White Barn. Uh, We've, we focused more now on the Bay Area talents. You know, we love lay jazz hot mm. music of Stefan Grappelli. Oh, and, wow, yeah. uh, and Django. Django, Django Reinhardt. Reinhardt. They do yeah, that style. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we do a lot of ethnic music. We've, we uh, often have Montango, and they do the music of Astor Piazzolla, uh, yeah. the tango types yeah. of that early uh, genre. And, and then we've done a lot of literature we we've done plays small plays obviously we did vita and virginia gertrude and a companion the carpetbaggers uh did the program art do you know that play art. by a woman yes i don't it's a very very good play <laughs> about contemporary art okay. uh, the three very close male friends get together he pres- he brings his latest canvas and it's absolutely white there's not a it's anything just, on it. Think Rothko in reverse. Right, a yeah. blank yeah. canvas. And and his friend looks at it, and he's a traditionalist oh. and doesn't know what to say. Anyway, <laughs> it's 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 a kind of a not a spoof or a satire, but it's what we what happens with friendships when we don't agree with each other either. <laughs> oh, I see. That kind of kicks off <laughs> right, this right, discussion. Right. I see. Now you're the artistic director. Yes. Which means you you decide what's going to be performed at the White Barn. That. That must take a lot of consideration because well, it, it, what's well, the mix? There's music, there's you know, there's authors right. reading and kind of doing a little lecturing. There's lecture, poetry, drama, comedy, yes. uh, well, some I, musicals. I the, the film fest that we used to do. Uh, used to do some classes. Yeah, we, we don't, don't do the outdoor film fest anymore. You don't. No, every, every everybody's doing outdoor film fest. Wow, now, that so. was such a wonderful thing. I know you did it only every other year. We did it every other year from '95 to 2005. I'm that far uh, out of it. It's been 10 years, and I didn't realize you weren't doing. Oh my yeah. god! I'm so glad you're here right now to get me back in the loop. <laughs> it just wasn't novel enough, or what? Well, it was just a lot of work because I I had to build this huge screen every year, and we would barely even break even. And the idea is that the profits would go to charities. Yes. And so people keep bugging me about it. And it was 10 years ago. They're like, are right. you doing it again this year? It's like, right. we haven't done it for 10 years. So mm. obviously, yeah, it just didn't pan out. Who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll resurrect it some some summer. It was a beautiful setting. Yeah, it was. It and it was a great community gathering. People loved it. Yes. You see the town there. Right. It was for the locals. It was. Oh, for sure. And that's what the White Barn's for. Okay, so let's get back to how you program it. What are you thinking? Like, what, who's going to grace your stage? How do you make that mix? Well, I, I do have a lot of different groups sending in, you know, DVDs or CDs. I, I have a problem, and David will confirm this, because this it being our 30th year, my audience has also become older <laughs> I see and we have to try and uh, garner some younger people mm. and that's difficult and we have so many other venues now the Uptown and the win- sure. City Winery so I, I'm not exactly sure as I said this is my last year I'm retiring oh you are oh yes after I am after 30 years after 30 years that's a good run that's I long think enough that's a great year yeah. uh, a, a so we're, uh, we'll have to see what evolves from the uh, from my family and what they would like to do. Any David takers? And Is anybody stepping up? Or? 
Well, I mean, I, I, I enjoy the barn. I've been helping out for many years, and I'm thinking we're going to do some raves. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That would, that would, that would kill our... I want the glow stick concession, by the, the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, yeah, some retro metal. Uh, no, we're going we're gonna to keep some of the same formatting, but also mix it up a little bit. We're actually... <laughs> We, we finally got permission to do another Halloween show this year. Mom kind of looks down upon that kind of lowbrow Wait a minute. And Halloween is lowbrow? Tell, tell me about no, this. I no, love Halloween. it's not lowbrow. <laughs> Lauren, you're a fan of the holiday, right? I love Halloween. And Lauren is young. There you go. See, See you there we go. Right Lauren, there. we'll have to get you over to the White Barn on the 30th and the 31st of October. Oh, that's great. I think I should wear a maybe a superhero costume. Why not? Yeah, I, I, but first I got to find a phone booth to change into. <laughs> Is there a phone booth? <laughs> there, I think there's what? one in Calistoga. A white phone booth <laughs> yes. to go with the. I'll white gladly barn. accept it. <laughs> Well, something that the White Barn certainly has, and as great as the Uptown and the, the other venues are for seeing music and they're beautiful, what you guys have is the, the word that you already mentioned, but is intimacy. You know, it's about 75 seats or so mm-hmm. right. in this beautifully restored carriage house. So when you see a show and you see somebody you admire, you really see that person. Right. I mean, you are up close and personal. And there is definitely an interaction. If you're not talking back and forth, there's certainly an energy that goes back mm-hmm. and forth. That you you get to be part of the show by giving your energy and the performer gives it back because you were that close in, which I think is just amazing. It is, and also the fact that we concentrate on locals. It uh, It's kind of like the farmer's market where everybody meets and talks, and at an intermission we serve complimentary wine, mm-hmm. which we will be serving Judd's Hill at our performance on March the 8th. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> go ahead and you might as well mention what it is. Uh, yes, uh, this is a, a the Vinifera... Trio, and it's a trio of three musicians who were with Orchestra Institute last year, sponsored by the Lincoln Theater. They're all very skilled performers and fell in love with the Napa Valley. And who doesn't fall in love with the Napa Valley? But they have to make a living, and that poor musicians always have a hard time. However, since they were in the schools teaching last year, they have quite a a grouping of students and they are also teaching at PUC. Mm. So I'm lucky enough to have them come and they're basing their music on composers and uh, of Jewish music. And we also will have a little bit of klezmer music which I always find exhilarating. Mm. And that will be on Sunday, March the 8th at 3 p.m. And it's a benefit for the Jewish Historical Society of Napa Valley. Well, how about that? And tickets can be had at thewhitebarn.org? Yes. Which is thewhitebarn.org. Right. Exactly. Brown paper tickets. We'd love to have you there. Yeah. It's going to be a, a great performance. I know. I've heard them. It sounds wonderful. So that's coming up March 8th, and then again on April 12th, you've got... We uh, have Mike Greensill, and uh, I thought... He's been on this show. Has he? Oh, he and Wesla have been on this show. Yeah, well, they they're wonderful. And I just thought we should focus on Mike for a change. <laughs> so he's bringing three of his divas, his wife, Susie Gilbert, and Kelly Fuller. Ah, So wonderful. we will have some solos, duets, and maybe a trio or two. I'm not quite sure. And, of course, Mike is singing more now than he's ever sung before. He's getting behind the mic. Yes, know? he is. Mike behind the mic. <laughs> he is the consummate accompanist. Wrote he the book, is. literally, oh, quite yeah. literally. He, he, he wrote a book a about book. being a piano accompanist is to uh, singers. Yeah, they were on the show. Folks can listen to it in podcast form at Judd's Napa Valley Show 
com. Really entertaining having them on. They've got great stories, and I'm sure that'll all come out at the White Barn up close and personal. Oh, Wonderful yeah. senses of humor, all those people you mentioned. Yes. And great singers. They yeah. are. Wonderful. They are. They're all of them. And a, a nice repartee when they you know, tell about things that have happened in their life. And the composers. It's always, we, I was just at Silo's two weeks ago and mm-hmm. heard Mike, and he's just a wealth of information on the Great American Songbook. That's his specialty. Yes. Well, that's April 12th. I right. really hope to get to that. Is there going to be a gala, 30th anniversary, something or oh, other? Oh, yes. There is. Oh, yes. Lay it on me. Okay. Let's hear Okay. And it's going to be on September the 11th, 12th, and 13th. Oh, my goodness. And our first opera evening, oh, what was it, maybe 28 years ago, well, we had um, our great little diva, uh, Marnie Breckenridge from... Um. St. Helena, sing, yeah. and I've contacted her in New York, and she's coming out again. Yeah, she became quite the singer. Yes, <laughs> and, and Megan Scheibel, who is also a, a, a marvelous mezzo-soprano. Also and from St. Helena. Uh, yes. Wonderful. Then uh, another local from Napa, uh, Eileen Hunt, mm-hmm. who does leader beautifully. So that's going to be our first evening, and I think my granddaughter is even going to be with us. She plays the horn, Alicia Mastromonico, so she'll accompany some of the singers. Oh, how wonderful. And uh, then on the following day in the evening, oh, and on that first evening, we'll have a catered meal outside and then come inside for the opera arias. And on uh, Saturday, we have... Uh, I call them Broadway showstoppers, and we will certainly have some of our artists who appeared 10, 20 years ago, which will be fun. Great. And on Sunday, we have opera a la carte for the family, and we'll have David, I hope, driving. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom just volunteered you for something, David. That's normal, believe me. Driving the hay wagon because the kids love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. And we'll have a nice cream social and do some art things because I feel very strongly about educating young people in the classical music Mm -hmm. uh, genre and we have to do that or we're not going to have audiences. That's true. That's true. I I feel the same way. Any um, musical charities such as the Napa Valley Education Foundation's Music Connection, we support that through the annual barbecue and beer battle. Uh, We do our springtime bonanza, which I can mention is going to be May 17th this year at Judd's Hill from 12 to 2.30, and that benefits the Napa Valley Youth Symphony. So we're on the same page here. Let's get kids playing music. And they have been one of my beneficiaries from concerts, the Napa Valley Youth Symphony. And that's a great beneficiary. Now, you mentioned all your performances have charitable beneficiaries, so you just mentioned the Youth Symphony. Do you want to mention some of the other groups or types of groups? And I think we should also mention that for these groups, you we're now approaching over the 30 years almost half a million dollars that you've been able to donate. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. Yes. Yeah. With only 75 seats in the house. Yes, it's That's amazing. Wonderful. Well, as well we done. said, no paid personnel. <laughs> so yeah. That, that helps. <laughs> Except <laughs> for the artists. The artists are paid. Yeah. And they're, they're not handsomely paid, but it's not a dribble of nothing either. Gotcha. Because I, I definitely want to make sure they will be paid. So almost a half a million dollars over the years has gone to what types of organizations? Well, some of them are not even in existence anymore, like Acorn Soup. I don't mm. know if you knew that I remember that Acorn Soup. Uh, Aldea we have given to. We have given to mm-hmm. all kinds of the, the symphony, the Napa Valley Symphony, the Youth Symphony, St. Helena Hospital. Rianda House. Rianda House. Get on the Bus, which is one of my favorites. Who else, David? Planned Parenthood, although she right, got a little right. black for I that. Have- 
<laughs> got a little plaque for that. That's for uh, sure. Yeah, that Historical can be... Society, all those places. Yeah, a lot of places. Yeah. Right. And libraries. We've given to the libraries. The Calistoga uh, Library, the St. Helena Library. Excellent. Keep folks literate. Keep folks musical. Right. Well, and the, this year we're also giving to Reading is Fun, ah. which supplies books to the young children who wouldn't basically have a book of their own. Mm. Oh, wow. And actually they even go into the rest of the schools, the elementary and what have you. Good for you guys. I've, I've, you know, on behalf of the community, just thank you for doing this, putting on these wonderful shows and letting them benefit the community. We do have to take a break. When we come back, we've got more time to talk with Nancy and David Garden. We're going to talk arts we can talk more white barn we can talk about you we can talk about whatever you want but that's in just a few moments we'll be back with more of judd's napa valley show right after these messages judd's napa valley show every episode a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun at 1440 on your am dial in napa and streaming live in new orleans at kvon.com Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. That's right. What do they say? Uh, I'm not even going to attempt the laissez bon temps brulee. So I won't even attempt that. You have brulee here? <laughs> I have brulee. Oh. Come over. Um, in New Orleans, that's true. Anywhere folks really? have an internet connection, they can go to kvon.com and hear this show streamed live. Or if they want to hear past episodes, including this one in the near future as a past episode. I just confused myself. In the near future, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the iTunes store has them as podcasts. Just search Judd's Napa Valley Show or find the link at JuddsNapaValleyShow.com. Our guest today, Nancy Garden, her son David Garden. These guys have created and nurtured an amazing artistic community up Valley in St. Helena Well, that, that extends throughout the Valley. How does that feel to be the creator of such an amazing artistic it's community? A, it's a good feeling. I, I feel I was here for some purpose and I think I've accomplished it, and certainly we have tried to. Number of years we emphasized seniors, and a number of years <laughs> young people, and always we have had our summer camp. I directed it for about ten years, and then said that's it. <laughs> so my son David and my oldest daughter, eldest daughter Anne, have taken over. How many years have you been doing it? This this will be our <laughs> ninth year. That's right. That um, we there used to be a theater camp where they'd spend. Uh, was it a week or two weeks? No, it was two weeks. Two weeks where they'd uh, have rehearse music, a play art, and theater. Music, art, and theater. And then we switched over to filmmaking camp. Yeah. So we do that. It's a two-week camp during the summer. Kids uh, six to thirteen, and it's I do believe your daughter is going to be attending this year. Jeff. Very excited to be. She has been writing a screenplay. Oh my really? God. I'm not kidding. Before she even knew about your camp, she had this idea for a screenplay and has <laughs> been busy jotting down her ideas, which we now have fleshed out. We just have to put it into script form so she can get all of her classmates to do it. And the kids are already volunteering. I can wow. be this part and I can bring a wig and I can, you know, we can go here to my parents have a pond or something. We can put the boat and, you know, that type of thing. So. The kids are really getting into it, so they're. I think she's going to learn. Can we use your bit. script for our camp? <laughs> sure, <laughs> that way. sure. I, I, I'll tell you off the air because you know I don't want to yeah, yeah, give away yeah, any yeah. secrets about what it's about. But uh, a, is it a feature? It's a feature film, probably at this point, running time. Let's see. How long was Gandhi? I think it's yeah. probably around there. There's going to be an intermission <laughs> always, in the middle room for sequels, right? <laughs> yeah. She's quite a, a voracious little uh, reader and writer, so oh, that's great. Be All right. 
this is a popular camp. I know we had to call like before it was even registered, uh, time for registration, saying we're interested. You know, <laughs> just make sure make sure you guys know we want to come, and then you know set our alarm for the date and time that <laughs> registration started, and yeah, called right in because it gets that uh, busy. You guys, yeah, it's, thing it's, out. it's a very popular camp. It's Camp Chaos, really. It's, <laughs> at the end of each year, we scratch our heads and think, are we going to do this again? Is this, is this? But the kids have a great time. They, they learn a little bit about writing, about acting. They all get to use the, the cameras and work on the sound, do the sets, props, costumes, all that kind of stuff. So and they a, shoot it themselves? They edit it? Uh, how well, does that work? Well, they don't really have time to edit because uh. in two weeks to get 30 kids um, <laughs> who each need a couple of lines to get everything together, we end up shooting the whole thing. But the kids shoot it themselves. Um, well, we're all there assisting them. Sometimes we have to jump in when we're running really late because we can't keep the kids quiet because mm-hmm. they don't know what quiet on the set means, which... <laughs> You understand, you're six years old, you're excited. I usually end up editing during the rest of the summer, and then we have a a screening, a debut at the Cameo Theater. No, I didn't even realize that. Really? Oh, yeah. oh yes. I'm. Two. I was already excited. Now I'm so excited for oh, this. Oh, the kids just. Wow, we get to go screen. dress up and go to, oh, to yeah. the movies. Oh yeah. And, and then you get a, every every kid gets a DVD. Free popcorn. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. So wow. It's a fun camp. And information on future camps also at the White Barn, or is this in a different website? Where can folks find out about this program? Uh, they, it would be on the website. Thewhitebarn.org? The White, I, I, the white barn. I, don't, I don't think it's on the website. No. We don't have it on and the website? quite frankly, it's sold out before they do any oh. All right, well, listeners, yeah, just call the White Barn and just but let there, folks know there, you're interested. There are always children who are going to be 14, so there are empty spots. Right. right. And there, there are occasional cancellations, but it fills up. I mean, it's probably full at this point, but mm-hmm. still call because Get your name knows? on the list. And future going forward, if you decide that you do want to continue after this year when you say, I don't think we should do this again, this is such well, hard we work. Say that, then, we know, then we know we are. Right. Know, okay. So. That's really cool that you do that for the community. And again, you're nurturing art. But you yourself, David, are a, a filmmaker. You studied this. This is. I did. I, I'm, I'm not doing much at this point. Um, I do a little video work here and there, freelance video work. And occasionally I'll, I'll shoot, some, shoot something for Nimbus Arts. And I still make little short films, but. I'm not. I'm not really. I am writing. I'm still writing. Aren't, isn't, doesn't everybody have a script? I mean, your your <laughs> seven year old daughter has a script. I mean, come on. <laughs> she has an agent. So, She's shopping she has it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you never know. You um, never know. So yeah, I'll I'll do a little bit here and there, but I'm not really pursuing the film thing. I'm I'm still doing the instructor instruction thing at Nimbus Arts. Yeah, you're so. very involved there, which is yeah. Well, tell us about Nimbus. It's it's a really cool program organization. Nimbus Arts is a, a community arts center uh, in St. Lena, a nonprofit art center and we have classes for all ages, workshops, classes, and we're trying to reach out into the community a little bit more and do projects within the schools. Certain projects down here in Napa for underserved youths. And it's a great organization. I feel blessed to be able to work there. Yeah, what are some highlights? Like, What do you like working with there? Well, what well, gives actually, you a rush? Well, all, all sorts of stuff. Uh, multimedia stuff, printmaking, sculpture. We're actually in the process of working on our fundraiser right now called Nimbash, which is on May 16th. And... The theme this year is going to be surrealism. Wow. 
And it's a very interactive fundraiser. It's not just your sit down and let's raise our paddles. We have a lot of art activities that you can participate in, all sorts of great music and food. And <laughs> this year, uh, last year we had a Ferris wheel because we did a, um, a World's Fair theme. Yeah. So that was kind of the, the iconic image. So we had a Ferris wheel and we don't know how to top that. So <laughs> I decided so, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to make a, uh, I know this sounds silly, but we're going to make a uh, surrealistic uh, miniature golf course, which wow. we are des- oh, in the really? process of designing right now. Really? So you'll be you'll be whacking your your little golf ball through some weird looking stuff, and hopefully it'll be a big hit. That is a mimbash not to be missed. Yeah, and we like I said, we'll have all sorts of uh, uh, pottery, raccoon stuff. We'll have plasma cutting and uh, glass etching and stuff that you can lay your hands on instead of just looking at art. You're actually engaging in it. Okay, that's, so that's folks come, they're not looking at this art or buying this art. They can actually make art at the... Yes, yes. Wonderful. Kids, of course, adults, anybody, families? Actually, it's mostly no. adults. It is mostly adults. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's in the evening and... Oh, you I know, see. Gotcha. I know uh, you do many kids' programs, but we this do, particular we do, is We do adult. a lot of ch- okay. uh, programming for kids yeah. of all ages. I mean, primarily that's what we do, but we are... Starting up another life drawing class. So if you want to do some life drawing, come to Nimbus Arts on Tuesdays at 6.30. There'll be a live model there. Is it you? And an instructor. No, sir. (laughs) But we need more people to come up and uh, do some sketching and some drawing. Maybe Nancy will come up and do a little. I like life drawing. You can do drop-in. You can can buy a pass. Okay. So we're trying to get more adults involved. You, You should also mention the lectures. You have quite a few artists lecturing, don't you? Well, yeah, we just we just that. had a lecture Hall Winery. Uh, mm-hmm. They came and did a a lovely uh, lecture and PowerPoint presentation. Of, they have a lovely collection of uh, sculpture mm-hmm. at Hall. I don't know if you've ever been to Hall Winery I have, before. Yeah, I've seen. So we do have lectures probably quarterly, whether they be local artists or international artists or collectors. So. We're trying to really do a lot of different things there. Um, NimbusArts.org. NimbusArts.org. I just wanted That's to look right. that up really quick so I could let folks know. It's a cool organization. I've, it is. I've been up there with my kids for some of the kids' programs. One of these days I'd like to I think we see you at the there. DeRosa every year. We do. Yeah. yeah. The the kids' bash, which the name is escaping me right now. It's the... It's the, the family. Ah, I, I know it's coming but it, up. We'll but it's done. always fun. It's beautiful up at DeRosa. One of my absolute oh, nice. favorite places for art uh, to go there. And then to be able to bring the kids and have them have some hands-on experience mm-hmm. creating art. And then there's food for the kids. It's always a good time. Yeah. It's fun. Cool. It's fun. Cool. You also, I think a very interesting aspect of your life, you are probably the, maybe the tallest artist I know that lives in a chicken coop. <laughs> uh, I hate to admit it. Yes, you are, you are correct. Um, I think that's so cool. <laughs> La coop. Uh, yeah, I do. I live in a chicken coop, but it, it, it did house about 3,000 chickens at one point. It's, so it's a big not, chicken coop. Yeah, it's not this little, little shack that's leaning over. And you've and since I, dusted. I mean, it's I have dusted. Of... I still find eggs, but <laughs> it, it closed down. And <laughs> we do have chickens. Feather. Outside now, right. but I do have to duck when I um, when I walk into my laundry room. Yeah, yeah. I have to kind of crouch to put the <laughs> put the clothes in the dryer. But that's just that's just the price you pay. Well, I think it speaks to your artistic vision that you could take this. Again, it is a big chicken coop. It is a big chicken yeah, coop. But convert it into a lovely home. I 
had the chance to see it, and it it it, it has a wow factor to it. When you tell people, <laughs> hey, well, yeah, mom is like wow, and other people are like wow, because I don't know. On first glance, I wouldn't look at it and say a chicken coop. You kind of had to tell me it used to be a chicken coop, right. and then I can envision that it used to be. But you've really made it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 a lovely place to be. I, really I locked nice. my door and said you can't come back. <laughs> well, there you go. Now the chickens just now the chickens just flew the coop. Yeah. Now the chickens came home. And David moved in. Yeah. When I moved back up here in uh, I think it was 2000. Is that I, when you? I I came home to roost. Oh, oh. So I wish I had a rim shot oh. sound effect. Oh. Hey now, I can give you like a, a ding on, like. Uh, there you go. That's not uh, that good. No. <laughs> we are starting to run short on time, but I, I, I want to ask you about something which I think is very, very cool and of great importance to, obviously, to you because you did it and certainly to the community because we get to now enjoy it in perpetuity. But you you donated a lot of land to the land trust at some point. Oh, on, you mean on the ecumenical housing? The, well, I... Well, I the land trust. The land trust. Oh, the land trust, excuse and, me. Yeah, it's, well, oh, we can talk about that too, yeah, but I, I do want to mention... There there are 600 acres in the land trust and the 607, high I read on their website. Oh, so well. That's, that's not just a little tract no. of land. That's 607 acres that you have given to the land trust, donated it so that it is protected now forever. Exactly. For well, pepper perpetuity yes hopefully okay i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna lob this question at you um why did you do that why didn't you sell it off and make some money off it that's not in dave's uh psyche he really is a conservationist and that's why he donated property again on pope street for the ecumenical housing yeah that was a big deal. And was five years he worked on that. And I would have said, forget it. But he is very stubborn, and he got it passed. And it is 98% Hispanic, I think. Yeah. And it's it's beautifully kept up. Uh, I don't know how many and units. And low income. It's, so oh, it's very low that's income. That's what's important. Yes. There's not a lot of low income housing, as you know. And then the other the half is the upper Napa Valley uh, College. I think it really speaks to the nature of your family, uh, your generosity, your community mindedness that you would just that you have this land that's, you know, if I think folks know Napa Valley real estate is very valuable. But in your mind, that's not what it's about. It's about the community and supporting the it community. Is. And you gave this land to build low income housing and you gave this other tract of land to just have preserved forever. So it can never be developed. It just stays beautiful and natural. Thank you. Yeah. Napa Valley wouldn't look the same with. Houses covering every square inch of the hills. No, it certainly wouldn't. It wouldn't. (laughs) Well, I'm going to follow that up with, this is important to me anyhow, and I think the listeners, but I have Nancy Garden here, David Garden, well-known in the Napa Valley, the arts, charitable events. It's hard for me to get out. I'm not sure how to ask you this, but you're so well-respected. I have to find out your opinion. Do either of you go nuts for donuts? (laughs) Donuts for donuts? Yeah, donuts. Right here. (laughs) Donuts. Yeah. Uh, here what we go. You, we have a selection of donuts right get. here. Oh. So my. I'd like you each. You, you don't have to eat it right now, but I'd like you each to select a donut here. I'll this select is, a donut. Please do. This is a nice pink box from our friends over at Buttercream Bakery. So, have a donut. Oh, Nancy, I picked that one for you. That is the fancy French twirl with the chocolate glaze. Too bad. David's taking his second pick. 
What? Like it is the maple old fashioned. That oh, is the most popular donut on the show. Oh yeah, baby. Here we go. These are your donuts okay. for the day. You are now programming the White Barn to match your donuts. What are you showcasing on stage at the White Barn? With that fancy French chocolate glaze, uh, what what's being oh, presented? French, I would have to have French music. Okay, uh, little chanteuse. Yeah, the baguette. No, they're gone. Oh. They're no longer in existence. I I like le jazz hot. Le jazz hot that. with yes. the fancy French twirly, right. yes. and uh, the maple old fashioned. I would definitely have a, a Canadian brass quintet. <laughs> there you go. Go with that maple. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we'll look for that next season at the White Barn. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. That's right. You folks know how this works. Oh, it's yeah. the fill-in-the-blank word game that Alrighty, everyone loves so much. All we're ready. Ready you, to go. Okay, well, you knew this was coming. Okay, great. All right, sharpen your mind. I'm going to ask you some <laughs> questions uh, to fill in the blank, and we're just going to go for it. First, I need an adjective. Nancy. Chartreuse. Chartreuse. Dyed her hair chartreuse. Okay. Either one of you can jump in here. Another adjective. You got, David, you um, got your mouth full of donut, but I can ahead. still do this. Okay, go ahead. Smarmy. Smarmy. You neither. That's with donut in mouth. Okay, smarmy. <laughs> I like that. A number? Either one of you just yell out a number. One. Number one. You're number one in my book. Okay, how about a uh, geographic location? Any oh, geographic. It could be Cambodia. anywhere. Anchor Wat. Anchor Wat. Okay, never been there, but photos look beautiful. Another geographic location? Walden Pond. Oh. Oh, Walden Pond. Very Sorry. romantic. I wasn't speaking into the mic. Sorry. Okay, thank you. Thoreau. A number. Another number. Billions and billions. <laughs> Channeling Carl Sagan here. Billions and billions. And finally, a plural noun. Chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. Okay. We're done. Now, Nancy Garden, David Garden. Earlier today, I went online to find out a little bit of information about you and the White Barn. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. This comes oh, no. uh, from a couple sources. <laughs> uh, your own website and the Napa Valley Register. Put them together. You just rewrote it via this game. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> yes, we are. Nancy Garden is the founder and, for nearly three decades, the artistic director of the White Barn. The Chartreuse and Smarmy Performance Venue on her family's <laughs> property in St. Helena. <laughs> the Chartreuse White Barn. I like that. And Smarmy. The White Barn. <laughs> she's, she, she's laughing so hard that no, no sound is coming out. The White Barn was transformed into an intimate one-seat performing arts venue. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Without loss of its historic charm. <laughs> Pack the house every night. Yeah. <laughs> One person. Right, right. I like that. Yeah. That's her. <laughs> Sell out. The white, yeah, it's you. The White Barn has nurtured local uh, as well as Anchor Wadian <laughs> and Walden Pondian artists and international talents for more than billions and billions of years. <laughs> it feels so it seems like that. Under the guidance of artistic director Nancy Garden. And is staffed, the White Barn is staffed by... Oh, no. That's chimpanzees. You got it. Nancy Garden and David Garden, I want to thank you so much for coming in. I just love talking to you guys. I love what you do for the Valley. Keep doing it. Don't retire. Or if you do, just still be a part of it, because I know you will be. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Judd. Thewhitebarn.org. This is Lord Mull speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show. A Gilamar production. That's Napa Valley Show.